Welcome back to the Reach Your Peak podcast experience. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening week in and week out. So I'm going to bring you an exciting topic for you today. And I think it's one that's going to answer a question you've had now for at least a few weeks because I've got people coming to me time and time and again asking me this question. I had clients when this all hit, this whole corona thing, when it all hit, clients were asking me this question. So likely chances that you have asked yourself this question as well. So I'm going to answer it. Now, what is that question you may be wondering? Well, it is simply this. Should you adjust calories during COVID by default? Okay, like COVID's hit, should you now be adjusting calories? More specifically, people are asking, should they be cutting calories to avoid that gain, okay, that weight regain that may occur as a result of the current climate? Well, let's answer that today. So before we get into this question, before we deal it So before we get into this question, before we deep dive more into it, let's recap. Okay, well, let's recap what COVID has changed because that's going to give us a a basis to work from, okay? It's going to give us some perspective about what we actually have to consider. So let's discuss this first. So number 1, we have had reduced incidental activity or NEAT or non-exercise activity thermogenesis. Whichever way you want to call it does not matter. The fact of the matter is we're moving around less, okay? It's just the, the nature of it, being isolated more, being in quarantine. We're moving around less. Now, as a result of all the closures, we are perhaps now doing less activity, okay? In terms of specific exercise, we're talking planned exercise, going for runs, going for bike rides, going to the gym, going to classes, that sort of thing. Okay, I don't know anyone, okay, to be honest, I don't know anyone who I'm interacted in my day-to-day who hasn't been impacted in this way to some degree, okay? Yes, some people have transitioned and they're doing home workouts. Perhaps that is you, okay? Perhaps not. But the matter of the fact is that people are doing less exercise. It's just the truth. The next thing is that we're living a more sedentary life now, okay? Working from home, we are, as a result, living a more sedentary life now, that is something that we have to consider. And then, of course, in the end, we have to know that our food intake has changed as well as a result of potentially, okay, not definite, but potentially, because this may or may not apply to you, increased stress eating and increased boredom eating, okay? Hands up if that's you. Unless you're driving, keep your hands on your wheel, <laughs> okay? So increased stress eating and boredom eating is something that's coming back quite a bit. It's something that hit some of my clients when this all hit. It's it's potentially hit some of uh, me as well. Like I've experienced a bit of that as well when I'm working from home. I just get a bit more of an appetite knowing that there's that, that treat that I was holding on to the end of the day. I know it's there. I get a bit tempted. Okay, it happens to us. We're human, but it's something we have to consider. Okay, so just a quick recap. COVID has changed things. We're doing less exercise, doing less movement as a result. We're doing uh, we have living more sedentary lifestyles and we're eating potentially more calories from stress eating and boredom eating. Okay, other than that, that, that's the main stuff that's changed. But what hasn't changed? Okay, now this is also important to give us perspective because when we're answering the question, what do we have to change with our lifestyles? What do we have to change with our nutrition? We also have to realize there are things that haven't changed. There are things that we can still hold on to and use to build up momentum and stay on track. So what are these things you may be asking? Well, it's quite simple. Nutrition and human physiology has not changed, okay? Nutrition physiology and the science behind it all, your human physiology, all that stuff 
it hasn't changed. Okay, COVID hasn't hit and suddenly made the calories in, calories out doesn't doesn't matter anymore. It hasn't suddenly made protein have more calories per gram than it already does. Okay, things haven't changed in that capacity. So we still have a constant there. Nutrition and human physiology is still the same. The next thing that's the same is your ability to make progress. Now you may be wondering, but no, because of all the previous things, it's actually not the same uh, ability to make progress. Well, let me explain. While yes, the other things are making progress harder, there's still things that potentially you can work around and you can still make progress during this time. It just means that it may be harder for you specifically depending on your specific circumstances. But your ability to make progress hasn't changed. Okay, COVID hasn't put this magic spell on you where now it makes you 20% less likely to actually lose weight. It doesn't work that way. It's just that environmental impact, the overall picture, the overall lifestyle has made it a bit harder to do certain behaviors, certain actions that in turn will lead to certain results, such as weight loss, such as muscle gain, such as performance enhancement, such as improving your health. Okay, see what I mean there? Very fine line there, but you got to specify that. The next thing that it hasn't changed is Netflix. Okay, Netflix is doing very well. Okay, we can assure you of that. The next thing is what is what hasn't changed is what is actually in your control. Okay, so you may or may not have heard of what I call the control paradigm. Now, I didn't invent this. I just named it that to make it more more simple in terms of how it actually how it goes about. But the words are no doubt reflective of what we want to kind of present. Okay, and this is a fact. Okay, control what you can, cope with what you can't, concentrate on what matters. And I've used this time and time again. So when I heard uh, a different phrasing of these words, I knew that I had to kind of put it about as part of my coaching because it really kind of emphasized what I had used with clients for many, many years is that we can't let the stress of the things we can't control get us down when we can actually focus on the things we can control and move the needle, okay? Build that momentum as I like to call it to get the results we're trying to achieve. So what you can control hasn't changed, okay? Your nutrition, you can control that. That hasn't changed. Okay, doing some movement, that's within your control. That hasn't changed. You can still do movement. You just have to adapt. You have to pivot. Okay, the classic word, pivot, <laughs> which would probably be the theme of this current situation when it comes to change in Corona will be the whole word pivot. Okay, I can assure you of that. So yeah, what you can control hasn't changed. You can still control a lot of the stuff. Yes, there are some stuff that that what you can control before, now it's a bit harder. For example, you could control going to the gym. Well, now you can't because the gyms are closed. Yes, I get that. But specifically for nutrition and specifically for the overall picture, what you can control still stands true. Okay, So they're the things that, you can, uh, that hasn't changed. Okay, They're the things that we can still hold on to and use to build up momentum. So now before we actually get into answering the question, let's now reflect back on the energy balance equation. Okay, let's think more about the actual equation that dictates whether we lose weight or gain weight. The equation that dictates what we do with our calories. Okay, let's get into it. So the energy balance equation. You would have heard it a thousand times over, most likely. You might have heard me talk about it before. Okay, I've got content out there about it. It's very simple stuff. It's the basics from body composition change. Okay, energy in, energy out, which is aka calories in, calories out. Calories in is obviously from the foods and drinks we consume, okay, all the macronutrient breakdowns, all that sort of stuff, and the calories out is what we expend, okay, our basal metabolic rate, our, you know, thermic effect of food, the energy we use to break up food, our NEAT, our non-exercise activity thermogenesis, aka our incidental activity, okay, things like that, we know this stuff, and obviously exercise, okay, can't forget that one, doing explicit exercise, 
that's obviously going to have a big impact on some of our energy expenditure. So knowing this now, reflecting back on this energy balance equation, knowing what has actually changed, now you can actually start kind of putting the puzzle together of what you should consider when you have to decide, should you specifically cut calories? Should you specifically adjust calories in any way? Okay, because remember, hashtag individualization always stands true. So let's think about it. The energy in part of the thing could be affected if you're stress eating and boredom eating more and there's more emotional eating and you're getting out of good habits and back into your bad habits and things like that. Yes, it can impact. But really the ultimate change that it's made in the energy equation is the whole reduced exercise and reduced need. And that's the thing you want to reflect on first and foremost to decide if your calories should be cut. Because thing is, if you're starting to emotionally eat, the calorie style of things shouldn't change. That shouldn't affect that. That should just be that means that you should be working on your behaviors and your habits, okay? And get an expert to help you and guide you through that. But the caloric things won't necessarily change because of that. If anything, we have to still stand at the same caloric intake because it's that caloric intake is not what's really impacted. But when we're doing less activity, when we're moving around less, when we're living more sedentary lives as we are currently doing as a whole, that's when we have to really reflect and consider how much change has there been for me specifically, okay? That's the question you have to ask yourself. For you specifically, how have things changed, okay? Reflect on the aspects that COVID has changed and affected for you. And then once you realize what it has changed, go, oh, okay, you're sitting down, you're reflecting. Okay, yes, the gym's closed and I'm relying on just doing a bike ride when I get a chance. And because of of the social distancing stuff recently, I haven't had that chance to do that too much as well. Okay, also at home, I've only got a couple of dumbbells, but I don't have all the gym equipment and all that stuff that I would usually use. So the volume of exercise that I've done is reduced significantly. And also I'm finding because I'm working at home, I'm moving around less. I'm moving less from walking around, you know, from the car to the office, from the office to the car, from the car to the shops, from the shops to the car, from the from your house to your, to your driveway, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You see what I mean? You start this, uh, dissecting your life and seeing how changes have kind of been brought about and seeing what impact that has had on your energy balance equation. And then once you realize that, you can then go, okay, has there been enough of a significant change to warrant a caloric intake that needs to be changed, to warrant a calorie cut? Now, for some of you, you may be going, okay, I'm auditing. Oh, no, actually, I had a pretty good setup at home. Uh, I'm not going to gym, but I'm doing just the same amount of volume. Overall, I'm, I'm exercising just as often, and I feel like I'm still doing some activity, and it hasn't changed much to my normal day-to-day. So especially people that maybe were already working from home or doing you know, online work, things like that. Well, if that's the case, then you can go, okay, maybe I don't need to cut calories. Okay, maybe it's not really a necessity right now. See what I mean here? For most who pivoted, okay, most who pivoted during this time, the, the, the lifestyle has potentially not changed as much, but for some, there potentially is a drastic change that's occurred. And you have to reflect and discover that. That's how you're going to answer that question. See what I mean when it says individualization? You probably thought, okay, cool, I clicked on this uh, podcast episode. He's going to just say, oh, yes, with COVID, you're going to have to cut calories by this specific amount. You also have to adjust your macros to this, and you have to do this and this and this. It's not really that clear cut. There are more nuances to it. There are more considerations, and a lot of it's kind of like, it depends, okay? That's that's a big theme with a lot of nutrition questions, and I know it can be frustrating, Okay, but that that's what the that's what the valuable thing is working with a sports dietitian because that can actually you know walk you through it, help you guide you through it, take out the guesswork. 
But really, some of these questions just really all depends on your situation. So like I said, you just got to dissect it. You got to go back and go, okay, how, what has changed in my life as a result of COVID? Number one, that's step one, okay? Step two, write these things down, by the way, if you're not driving. Step one, just determine what's changed. Step two, determine what percentage change has occurred, okay? Was it a significant change, a decrease or increase, or was it only very marginal? If it's marginal, you could probably stay the same, okay? You probably don't have to change too much. Just remain consistent um, and, and continue you know, assessing your progress and adjusting using that as your parameter, okay? But if you find that your lifestyle has changed by a good chunk, okay? Maybe 10, 20 plus percent, okay? A good chunk is, you know, I'd usually go for more of the higher percent rather than 10%, but if it's changed by, let's say, 20, 30, more, maybe 50% of your lifestyle has actually adjusted and you've had to actually, you know, pivot, so to speak, you know, quote unquote, or you've had to cut back your caloric expenditure by quite a significant amount as a result, then you want to start looking at, yes, maybe I should adjust my calories a bit to compensate for that decrease, but only if it's had a significant impact on your overall lifestyle. But then, okay, now you're wondering, Alexi, okay, I've now determined that, yes, I need to cut calories. It has changed tremendously. I've gone from going to the gym to doing no activity, and I've also been working from home, doing less moving around. What do I do now? How much do I cut by? Well, I can't answer that question because it's going to be very generic advice, me giving you advice through a podcast, but I can give you some general advice, some direction, so you can at least get things started in the right way and that you're not hindering your performance, you're not hindering your health, you're not hindering your progress, and you're not hindering what you have achieved thus far. So here's a safe general estimate just to give you a ballmark figure without doing a proper assessment. You want to cut by 100 to 150 calories. Roughly that. that that'll be enough. Okay, That'll be enough to get people moving in the right direction, to adjust for things, unless there's been a huge, 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 huge change in your energy expenditure and also your caloric intake just is out of control, okay, then you can maybe consider larger ones. But that's when I would recommend you talk to a dietitian, reach out to me or something, and let's talk about what we can do. But if it's been, you know, just a you know, little enough of a change that you need to cut calories for a bit, you can't go wrong with just 100, 150. It's conservative enough to be safe, but it's large enough to actually technically be able to make a difference, okay? While you're using this as a guide, I have actually cut people's calories in the past, just a FYI. I've cut people's calories in the past by even 100, 150 calories, and it's been enough to break a plateau. And if it's enough to break a weight loss plateau, it will be enough to adjust for some of the exercise changes that have occurred, okay? As long as it's that moderate change like I spoke about. But then you're wondering, okay, I've cut calories. Which macro should I cut? Should I be cutting protein? No, okay? Do not cut protein. Leave protein alone. If anything, when you're cutting calories, protein becomes even more important if you're trying to lose weight. You want to cut carbs first because really, like I said, with we're basing this a lot on the exercise change or the movement change, so to speak, and your carbs are your preferential fuel. So cut carbs first. And then if you must, you can adjust your fats a bit, but remember to stay above that threshold of 20% of your caloric intake to make sure you have enough fats for hormone function and health and all that sort of stuff. But carbs will be the first thing I would cut, okay? Adjust your carbs first. So I hope that makes sense, okay? That's really what I want to answer today. Nice and simple to a degree, but also the answer, like I said, dependent on the parameter of it depends okay it depends on your specific circumstances you want to go through that step-by-step process of step one determining what's changed step two determining if, what's what percentage of changes occurred and then step three deciding if you actually need to cut calories and if so 100 150 is a good ballmark figure to get started with now then of course if you want more individualized advice beyond this 
Okay, if you want someone to help streamline this whole process, take out the guesswork, take out the stress of worrying about this, and actually help you get results during this period of time and help you know help you get from A to B, well then reach out to me. Okay, you can send me an email at Alexa at the climbing dietitian.com.au, dietitian boutique, or you can just reach out for Instagram, the climbing dietitian. Send me a DM there. Just say, hey, listen to your podcast. You know, this is what I learned from it, but I need help with this or whatever. Just reach out to me, okay? Just get in touch with me. Let's chat. Let's just see if I can help you first and we can go from there, okay? Because you don't need to do it alone, okay? And I can help you using my macro system. So hopefully I'll talk to you soon. If not, look forward to, to my next episode, okay? And I'll talk to you very soon. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you so much, guys, for checking out my podcast. Hope it brought you some great value today. You can check me out on socials under The Climate Dietitian or on www.theclimatedietitian.com.au. I've got some great stuff out there for you guys, some free valuable content. So yeah, please check it out, guys. And yeah, until next time, thank you.